to the Six Out Culture Podcast. I'm joined by Danny and Francesca. What's going on, boys? Is it good? Hey, guys. Well, uh, we've got some topics to talk about. Obviously, last podcast, we said today will be our award show, and we're going to announce who we think uh, was the best in each position and all that. But uh, we decided not to. Uh, yeah, some big things happened. And uh, we got, the, obviously, the top four race to talk about, the outcome of that. And then, obviously, the Donnarumma news that broke recently. Uh, Napoli are in the hunt for a, a new manager. Gattuso went to Fiorentina. Roma put out a bid for Bilotti. There's so many things to talk about. So I think it was going to be tough uh, to do both the awards and the news and the top four finale uh, results and all that. So uh, we thought it was best to split it up. So yeah, for this pod, if you want to hear about the top four race and uh, what it means to the clubs that made Champions League, uh, Napoli's fallout. I'm sure Dan has a lot of things to say about that. And this huge Donnarumma news, which is groundbreaking. Uh, yes, uh, enjoy it, and uh, we're going to get into it. I think it'll be unfair to serve anything else other than Donnarumma, boys. Uh, that news is yeah. big. Um, I think we all agree that Donnarumma is... Okay, we can't say the next Buffon, because it's unfair on Donnarumma as well as Buffon, because putting that pressure on a kid, never easy, still very young, and up to this point, he's done well. But, but he's uh, got those comparisons. Yeah, he's got those comparisons. That's the same first name, of course. He's Italian, which uh, obviously helps. And um, if you don't want to call him the next Buffon, you can at least say he is the future of our goalkeeping situation with the national team. That's a certainty. And uh, he is leaving Milan. My quick thoughts on Donnarumma, really. Uh, he's a great keeper. We all know that. He's young, has potential. And obviously, I think it was back in 2017 or 2018 where he had that whole situation. I believe it was 2018, where people yeah. were throwing fake bills at him and saying yeah. oh, he's all about the money, all the Milan fans are upset because obviously himself and Raiola got them in some uh, controversy about leaving the club, wanting more money, and all this stuff. And we all thought he was gone at that point. And uh, stories came out that he told Raiola, no, I want to stay in Milan. And I think Milan fans appreciated that. They're like, wow, this young kid stepped up against a world-class manager, a big name, and said, I want to stay at this club. Just find me a, a solution here. And he stayed. And ever since then, I think Milan fans have always felt that this guy might be gone at some point in the future. And it seems like we've gotten here. Uh, reports have come out from all the big uh, sources there are for Calcio Mercato, uh, Fabrizio Romano, Di Marzo, everyone. They're all saying Donnarumma is leaving after the 30th of June when his contract expires. Uh, Nico Shira said that Juve is in the race. Uh, I don't want to comment too much on that. I want to wait till a more reliable source comes out with all that stuff. But um, he has been right in the past, so it could be true. But we'll see. Uh, it's a big move for Juve if they do land him. And for Donnarumma, uh, I do lose a little respect for him in this situation because uh, at first I respected him. He stayed at Milan when they weren't a good team. He was a hot prospect. He got to any club in Europe, decided to stay. And now he's leaving for easy trophies, which is what I think we can all agree on. Oh. Uh, to be he fair, he has left for easy trophies and he didn't get them. Wait, what? He has a left for easy trophies and he didn't get them. I mean, he got two. Yeah, yeah, two yeah but Donner Don, Donner wants wants the Serie A. He doesn't want Coppa Italia, Super Cup. He's going to eventually win the Serie A of you, but there's no uh, way not. Uh, yeah, obviously. You were expect to win every year, and probably next year, even though Inter won, you were probably the favorites. Especially if Donnarumma comes, you'll actually have a goalie who knows how to catch a ball. Yeah, uh, for Chance Chesney, you know, I'm a good pass. You guys have been listening recently, mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, he's, the clear the moves for money and easy trophies, it's clear as day. Uh, the loyalty he's shown to Milan is broken. 
Uh, the respect he had from other fans is gone. And uh, he's going to be up there with one of the most hated players in Italy, in my opinion. I think if you look at the instant reaction on Twitter and social media, everyone has the same feelings towards him now. And, except Juve uh, fans. Yeah, except Juve fans, of course, similar to the Higuain situation. Obviously, yeah, that wasn't for true. free, but it's a big betrayal to a rival club for more money and an easy trophy. So. Well, Higuain was the release clause. It's kind of um. Yeah, but he had to agree to it. He could have said no. Yeah. yeah. But... It's still his decision. And this it is was the, the decision uh, agency, well. too. And the fact, too, like, with Higuain, he, he would always talk shit about, like, how Juve would get the calls, how Juve, the league's worked for them. Like, he would always backlash them. And then even the summer before, he goes, oh, if I leave Napoli, I'm not going to go to a rival club. And he ends up going to a rival club. So that's what pissed off a lot of fans more. Plus, it's a rival club as well. For the, de- uh, the money, say, and uh, for easy trophies, you can say, at the time. Uh, for Donnarumma, too, I think if the reports are true, I'm pretty sure Milan have offered him numerous contracts uh, in the past. But him and Mino Raiola, they declined because they wanted more money close to like 13, 14, 15 million. Uh, but then seeing that he might join Juve for 10 million, which I'm pretty sure that uh, Milan have offered around the same value for him. Uh, it's kind of like interesting. Maybe who knows if he wanted to stay at Milan his whole career, even though he claimed to be a Milan fan uh, growing up. That's why he didn't want to join because uh, he's from the Campania region. Uh, so a lot of people were surprised he didn't end up um, going to try out for Napoli to play in their aca- uh, youth academy. Uh, but he said he grew up a Milan fan. He was always a Milan fan. And that's why he um, he went to Milan, so he can play under the club he grew up. So it's kind of weird that you claim to be a Milan fan and you end up, uh, you can end up leaving potentially to one of their biggest rivals uh, historically. And uh, it's going to be an interesting situation. But I would, I would love, as much as it's uh, a wish, I would love to see Donnarumma in the sticks uh, for Napoli. But at the end of this, year, I think, or before the next season, I should say, I feel like he uh, can join uh, Juventus. Yeah, and at, at the same time, we don't know what's happening uh, behind the scenes, obviously. Um, I think this is similar to the Dybala situation at Juventus. It's a star player that the team has that want more money because they feel like they deserve more money, and the club's like, okay, you're not worth that much. In Dybala's case, if he leaves, I'll obviously I'll be sad, but he's going to somewhere like no one in Italy could have could afford him. It'll be somewhere abroad. In Donnarumma's case, he's like, okay, Milan aren't value, valuing me the way I want to be valued. And obviously, Raiola has a big say in this. Okay, what's next? Let me go to Juve. Even though I might get less money, I know I'm at a world-class team who knows how to win now. And that's what I want. Donnarumma, even though he's still young, he wants to win. Every player who says they don't want to win is lying. They want to win. They want to win as soon as possible. They want to start filling out their trophy cabinets. And at Milan, they're developing. They're not ready to win now. We saw this was their best season in over 10 years. And they can't, and they almost choked, they, well, they choked the Scudetto and they almost choked top four. So, I mean, you can't really, Donnarumma wants Bonucci, uh, in front of him, yeah. he wants he wants world class yeah. defenders yeah. in front of him. He wants world class defenders in front of him. He already knows yeah, Bonucci. He already knows Bonucci from the national. He already knows Bonucci from the national team. You know they play well together. He doesn't want someone Simeon uh, Kier, that, that guy. He doesn't want him. He, he's he wants pretty world, good. He's pretty pretty good, but pretty good doesn't win you trophies. Ends world class world class yeah. wins you trophies. Well, right now it's better than Bonucci. 
I wouldn't go that far in. Easily. Yeah, I think we can go that far. But, um, yeah, no, I just, uh, I can't agree with what you're, what you're saying right now. It just, it's a terrible move from Donnarumma. Um, first career obviously wants to win trophies, but it's also money. He won't be making less at Juve. Uh, Juve have offered 10 million according to Nico Shida, and Milan only offered eight. He wants more money, and, um, I'd respect anyone that values himself highly. Obviously, you want to get the most money you can because you're only an athlete for so long. But at the same time, uh, you can't throw away the past and all these things that about Milan and loving the club. It's kind of like if Totti were to leave Roma when Real Madrid offered him 2006. Um, every Roma fan would have been mad at every time would have been mad. It's a similar situation. And uh, loyalty these days does not exist. It's not like it, it was I in the past. I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. And uh, this is just another example. If you had to tell me one Italian player on the whole national team, obviously in senior, but he's like, he's not going to leave now. But I'm saying under 25, around there. If you had to ask me to name one player who I think will never leave their club, it's Donnarumma. And uh, now it's, it's over, that story. One thing, too, like, especially because, like, he grew up, like, I think he claimed to be, a, I think he was a Milan fan growing up, if I, I can recall. So it's kind of, like, interesting. Like, say it's, like, one of us. Say if we had the chance to go play for Napoli, Juve, or Roma, would we leave the club to join our rivals? Personally, I would, because that's the way I am. But I'm... I have the old school mentality. I'm more convinced that loyalty is more important than the money. I, I don't care what anyone says. I feel like loyalty, like for, towards a club, you get the fans happy, and that's how teams build. When players remain loyal to the club, uh, you guys win together. You guys build together. Look at the teams like um, Juve. Look at the BB uh, at the time with uh, BBC with uh, Benucci, Kellini, uh, Barzagli. They were there. Why for how many years? A while, like ten years or so. They won Scudettos, they won Coppa Italia, they made the Champions League finals, and that's why I feel like that core, especially with Buffon, he's been at Juventus. Besides going to PSG that one year, which was very questionable on him, uh, he's been there for a little while, and that's why Juve always had a great team. They had loyalty, and they had players who were willing to play for a club. I feel like nowadays players don't play for trophies I feel like it's more they play for the money and they go to the club that they can get the best money and win a trophy so I feel like that's what the mentality is of these younger players and I feel like that's why uh, soccer is where it is like it's just where it comes to like the aspect of oh keeping these young players developing them because once a big club comes and pays the money the team's going to sell them so I feel like this is kind of like the same situation but Instead of Juve paying uh, the money, say fifty million, or how much uh, Milan would have valued uh, Donnarumma, they're gonna get him on the free, and they just have to pay uh, his yearly uh, wages. Yeah, but at the same time, um, as much as it is Raiola and Donnarumma's uh, decision to leave, it's also Milan. I mean, I think everyone who watches soccer knows how good Donnarumma was. I mean, he was starting for Milan at 16 years old. It's, you know, everyone compares him to the next Buffon. He's Italy's next big keeper. Um, he's going to be here for a while. Keepers usually be, are here for a while. Donnarumma wants 10 million a season. I personally think he deserves that. You saw what he's offered. You saw how good he's been. Milan have the money to offer him 10 million. I don't understand why they would potentially lose out on their best player to, to a rival because of a two million, 
two million euro difference when they could have just said, okay, you want ten million? You're the best player. You deserve it. Here's ten million. See, the the like the reason I see Milan's point and why they're hesitant is because he's only twenty two and he's asking for I think ten to twelve mil. And if you give him yeah, ten to twelve mil at twenty two, in five years, how much is the guy gonna want? If you're already at this mark already in this career, at ten to twelve mil, yeah, especially to, with uh, goalies too. Who knows how much? Yeah, goal, for goalies too, they goalies, don't get paid that much. Goalies, they they always play longer. If you look at their, and for me, like I I value it as this. Don Rumor right now is twenty two, right? Yeah. Even though he's playing like he's yeah, he's playing like he's twenty eight, twenty nine, whatever, he's playing very good. You think of it, a goalie at the age of twenty two is like a kid at the age of like nineteen, twenty. So like you have to like look at the value too and like where they are in their career. Don Rumor still has a long road ahead. If he's getting paid ten mil now, say he continues to perform like this, like Enzo was saying, by the time he reaches twenty five, twenty six, or whenever his next contract is up, He's going to probably want 15. Yeah, and this guy, it's every transfer window. He always wants a pay increase. Every transfer window, he always wants one. And it, like I see me on his point of view because they're frustrated. They're saying every summer this guy comes to us, oh, I want another extra 2 mil, an extra 2 mil, extra 2 mil. We're at 10 to 12 mil now. In five years, who knows, it'll be 20 mil now. Like, no, it's insane. And for goalie, obviously, they're uh, a very important part of the team. But also, you're never going to see a keeper get paid Ronaldo money and Messi money. It's not, it's not that important to a team. You can always find another keeper that's, um, even if they're not as good, you can always find one that's good enough for a team. And to pay Donnarumma potentially 20 mil in the next five to six years is just insane. So I can see Milan's point of view, and uh, I can't blame Juve for wanting to capitalize on it, but um, it's just it's disappointing to see uh, how he started off his career and his love for Milan and how it's deteriorated over the years and how it seems like he's putting money in front of a uh, loyalty, which I think Milan did good though with a replacement. Got a yeah, I, I good replacement good. keeper. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about him. Obviously, I don't watch the French league, so I don't know. Just one league. Never seen him play. Yeah, I saw him play against Milan uh, in Europa League, but I never actually saw him play enough to uh, form an opinion on him. But I've heard a lot of good things, and um, I told one of my friends who likes some Milan. I said because uh, they asked me if he's good. I'm like, I'm not too sure, but if Will won the League one, and if you're the keeper for that team, you gotta be good, so. It's not like, uh, they had a scrub in that, and won the, the whole league, so. Yeah. And he had, uh, I think, 21 clean sheets in all competitions last season, so that's pretty good for him. Wow, that's incredible. Goal. That's incredible, actually. Yeah, wow. and he, he was, at one point, he was, uh, before, he, uh, Mendy moved to Chelsea, he was linked to, uh, Chelsea. So, to be linked to a club like that, and to win the league, uh, at Leo, uh, it's a very he's pretty good and he was a big factor for them as well yeah and uh, yeah I think we've covered all the rumor topics there's one thing I want to add I don't think it's straightforward as going to Juve uh, knowing Mino Raiola he's going to pin a lots, of, lots of clubs against each other he's going to talk to Barca he's going to talk to PSG he's going to talk to Juve he's going to talk to maybe United he's going to talk to a lot of teams he won't go to PSG that's for sure even if he won't, he's going to bring them into the discussion. Yeah, he's going to make obviously. each team battle each other out to try and pay him more and to get the value up. That's what he's going yeah. to do. He's known for that. That's so it's not straightforward. Does. I don't think a Donnarumma decision will be clear or coming anytime soon. Farrell's going to play his games and get his clients' uh, value up and try and make him the, the most money possible. So I think eventually he will end up at Juve, but I don't think it's anywhere near going right now. I think it won't be. It won't be straightforward. Easy. Yeah. It'll be. He's gonna get that price up a lot, and and Juve yeah. have to get rid of Chesney first before we do anything yeah, stupid. Just uh, 
Uh, he's a great, he has great talent, but at least, I, I do judge at least his. Uh, be like that, yeah. At least be like guy like they found a good replacement for him, like very good replacement. I feel like he'll like he'll be a good keeper, especially if they can keep uh, Tamori too. Yeah, uh, like those two could be like a big factor for Milan and help them uh, get their push back to the Scudetto or even just get back uh, to the top four and go back to back in Champions League. Yeah, and round of applause to Milan putting their foot down. It's been years now that Donnarumma and Raiola have basically been bullying the club. Yeah. And he's always threatening them to leave. And you know what? They're kind of sick of it. I think the fans are sick of it. And I think a part of them is, is happy he's gone. Because um, I felt a similar way with uh, the whole Ali something. It was irritating. There's always the speculation. Just get out then. If you don't want to stay, get out. I don't care what she said in the past. And stuff like that's annoying. And uh, I'm sure Milan fans are relieved in a way. Um, yeah. Even and, uh, yeah. the, the funny part is, too, Donnarumma said, I'll stay at Milan if you bring my brother in as well. And Milan had to pay, I think, $2 million or something just to bring his brother in. Yeah, it was And his brother's their, like, third choice keeper, fourth choice, like, whatever. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, I don't... Donnarumma pairing himself with Raiola is the worst thing he's ever done, but, you know, I'm not blaming yeah. Raiola. Yeah. Yeah. Raiola, day, he ruins football. Like, he ruins the players. So that's... And yeah, he does. He, I get feel bad. I feel bad for Halad because he has to. That's his agent too. Yeah, he brainwashes his clients, but um, at the end of the day, it's always the player's decision. At the end, it's not Raiola's. And Donnarumma agreed. He's going through with it, and it's all on him. So uh, he decided to hire Mino. He decided to leave Milan. It's all him. So uh, as a person, I lost some respect for him uh, in the last 24 hours. But as a player, you can't deny his quality, and uh, hopefully, does good in Euros. But yeah, I think uh, we covered that one. It's obviously going to be a long one for Donnarumma. Uh, it's a big topic. But now moving forward, Milan once again, they topped Atalanta. And we'll talk about all three teams uh, that were in a race for the Champions League at the end there in the final match day. Uh, it's not... We're not going to go too deep into the actual match and ins and outs because it doesn't really matter how they play at this point. The season's over. These clubs will play differently next year. It doesn't really matter how they played, but just the result and what it means for the club to make Champions League. Uh, for Milan, obviously, first place all year. If they did not get Champions League, that would have been brutal for them. Uh, yeah. This season would have been a big disappointment. Um, people still want to call it disappointment. I disagree. I think their goal at the beginning of the year was to get Champions League, and they got it. So, um, obviously, the disappointment would be coming from the high hopes they had at Christmas when they thought they could win it all, but... Uh, I don't think they ever really had a chance to go this far and win it all. Uh, these injuries they had, and they have a lack of depth. Yeah. So it was never really going to happen. But, uh, yeah, congrats to Milan for getting top four. It's a big move, $40 million now. Um, they can use on whatever. They've already spent $43 million in this transfer window with uh, the keeper from Lille and also uh, Tomori being $28 million, his buy option. So they've already spent $43 million in, like, 48 hours, which is incredible. Uh they, and they're not getting money for Donnarumma, so yeah, they're going to be in a tough financial situation. They'll have to let guys go. John Ugly might be gone too, but uh, I don't know. This summer, if Milan can invest the money in the right way, I think they can do well. Tamori, I think they have to bring in. He had a great year. Uh, Hakan, they have to try and bring back. He's been great. He's been good for And this keeper from Lille, he has a lot of good things uh, being said about him, so I think it's a great purchase for only $15 million as well. That's a really good price. And, uh, yeah, if they can bring in the right guys, build the right team for Pioli, I think Milan can uh, take a step up next year. 
And who knows? Maybe Piper Scudetto more convincingly if they have enough guys off the bench and quality on the yeah. starting lineup. You never yeah, know. Congratulations to Pioli for making it through the year. We all had him. I'm pretty sure we all had him kink sacked around Christmas time, maybe January. Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, I, I said I've always liked Pioli. I said Milan are in the best situation out of all the clubs. If Pioli plays good, then good. And if he oh. plays like shit, they'll get Sadi. So they were in a good situation from the start. Oh. And, I don't uh, think Pioli is ever going to play. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. No, you mean like if it's, the players play good for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He sets him up well. No, yeah, he, did, uh, he didn't count on Pioli. I still don't think he's a good manager, and I think he will be gone next year. I'm sticking by that. I would um, be surprised. This will be his real test now because he, champ- he has to juggle Champions League and, and uh, Serie A along with the Coppa Italia. So yeah. this this would be his challenge. And I also think that, I don't say it was handed to him, but I think Milan benefited and other teams who made top four benefited from, uh, not from being better, but from the other teams being so weak of injuries and all this. Like, I'm not trying to be biased of Roma, but I think we had like 70 something injuries in total. <laughs> confirmed. Jeez. Like, I don't know how you make top four like that. Uh, every week we had someone else going down. We just fired our medical staff today, actually, which thank God. Oh, did you? Time. Wow. Yeah. So he, they're gone. And I think that's the best signing we can make a new medical team because, uh, for, a decade now, it's been a nightmare. But uh, yeah, I think Milan did benefit from other teams struggling. Uh, I think Napoli, they weren't too injured, were they? Then they had some periods, but they, they weren't. Yeah, too bad. no, we had. We just it wasn't like we were. We had a lot of injuries. We just had big injuries in key moments. Yeah, yeah. And even COVID too. Like we, like we had COVID cases at the worst time. It was just, it was kind of mess, like a messed up season with all like the injuries and stuff because we never really had a full eleven like. It was rare we had it, but when we did, we played very good. And at the end of the stretch, we were playing Everton. Say, like you can you can even say the Granada match, like the tie. Uh, we've been playing lights out. We've been playing very good. Uh, there was a few games the whole year we should have easily had the three points. Uh, we dropped them. So right there, you can blame us instead of the coaching staff uh, or the injuries. Uh, with those games that we had the lead and then the 90th minute we would blow it so it was just yeah it was just a big mess of a season uh in my opinion it turned out from a pretty good season to just a huge mess uh in the final game like it was just unbelievable yeah, yeah it was a tough year for Napoli and we're gonna get more into them very soon because obviously the manager debates going on on Twitter but uh yeah Milan at the end off of them they did well to get top four uh, Pioli got himself another another season to make something happen. I think this summer, like I said, is crucial for them. Uh, Zlatan, I, I don't agree with them signing him for that one-year deal. How much is it, 10 mil a year? That year? Uh, whatever, maybe eight it was. Yeah. I think they're overpaying him uh, for a guy who barely plays. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just going to – we're going to see what happens. I think Milan have a good chance to, to do something good next year. They have a good foundation going into it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it was a. Uh, I saw a fun fact about Zlatan and uh, the new keeper. In 2013, when Zlatan was on PSG, the keeper uh, told Zlatan that he was a shit striker. Now, oh, I saw that. And now they're another teammate, so it's gonna be pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Holy cow! I saw a video of that. Okay, was Donnarumma's age? No, because he's. I think he's 26. Right now, he, 24. Yeah, it was. Oh wait. Eight years ago, like twenty thirteen, Venture, you said? 
Yeah, it was seven years ago. So he would have been, yeah, like 1920. Yeah, 19. That's insane. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Milan. I think a lot of Milanese are excited for the future. I'm putting this whole down the room of drama for the past, like, five years behind them. But now moving on, Juve, obviously coming into the year, I thought they were going to win Scudetto, I'm sure, for sure. I thought they were going to win. I think most people yeah. probably had Juve winning it. Yeah. Actually, um, most people had Inter winning it. But really? I had Inter, yeah. I, had I, had a, I heard a lot, of Juve, a lot of Juve fans were saying Inter was winning. They had no faith in the team. I always stuck by faith. And, you know, uh, this season, even though we didn't win the Scudetto, it was, a, it was a good season to have. And we move on to next. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I wouldn't say really good season. I think it was like by standards, it wasn't a good season. I think, but by, yeah, by standards, it wasn't a good season. But just what, like to get the Champions League, it's always good for Juve. Real's uh, first ever job. It. Yeah, Real's first ever job. Two right two there, trophies. Let's... He beat he beat good teams to win the. He beat Inter. He knocked out Inter in the Coppa Italia. Beat Atalanta in the final. Beat Napoli in the Supercoppa. It's not like he. Had an easy route. Yeah. Had a it, difficult route. And, yeah, no, it was a decent year for you. I think for you guys, it's... I feel like if you guys don't win the Champions League or even come close to winning the Scudetto, it's a bust of a season. That's how I see it as you for you guys. Yeah, that's But to win the Coppa Italia, to win the Supercoppa, it's not the worst season you guys could have In the had. transitional phase. Yeah, I mean, you guys could have had a worse season. You guys could have ended up in Europa League. Uh, yeah. But I feel like... For Juve, I feel like next year they just need to regroup. They got, they got to buy. They we'll have, have a healthy Dybala now. The midfield, the midfield needs to be upgraded. You, I agree. Are, you have to have to upgrade the midfield. Um, I feel the like goalie needs to be upgraded. Hopefully, Donnarumma comes in and changes. I even think, call me crazy. I even think in the defense you need to upgrade your defense. I well, yeah, because Chiellini is gone. getting old. We need a. Yeah, I think he's gone too. But yeah, he'll be gone. Guys, It'll be Benucci and the lit starters, unless Dragusin. Um, I I I haven't been keeping up with his development, but a nice like backup would be nice. Like maybe come back from Liverpool. I know Liverpool aren't uh, signing him. He yeah, seems pretty would, decent for a backup. Di Maria and Kabak as as the backups would be pretty decent. Yeah, I think you guys would probably even I would upgrade try to upgrade the right back position. Uh, Danilo he's inconsistent. Well, the left back. Left back position I feel like Alex yeah Sandro we're on. looking for a backup because Sandro he can't play every game I think he might even just need to move on from Sandro to try to get a starter or keep Sandro as a backup or something because I feel like you need you might need to move on from him uh midfield you need to completely upgrade yeah midfield, midfield needs to be the number one priority even, I think surprisingly I if I was Juventus I wouldn't sign Marata like I just the way he played the last end of the season compared to the start he was Poor, I get, I get, yeah, the last game he scored, what, two goals uh, against Bologna? I think he's like Higuain in a way. Like, when he's scoring and he's got, he's amazing, like, he's probably world-class. But when he's off his game, he is terrible. And I think that's, those two strikers have that in common. Um, I think it all depends on R- Ronaldo's situation, what happens with Marata. Um, I would love to uh, I think- uh, keep him off the bench. But I think if Ronaldo goes, then, like, there's no, like, we're going to kind of have to have Morata. I wouldn't be surprised after the last match. I wouldn't at all. Like, I I know this is a long shot, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ronaldo moves on from Juventus just because he 
pissed off at Pirlo for not playing him in that key match. Uh, I don't believe uh, Pirlo goes, oh, it was just a rest, uh, Ronaldo needs a rest, no. Well, if no, he said it was for technical reasons, so that yeah. would mean he wasn't it good would, enough. He wasn't good enough, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ronaldo goes, you know what, after screw this, I'm, I'm going to try to go to like maybe a PSG or a team that wants me and that can play me every game, that I can win the Champions League, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at all, say, if after Euros he moves on from Juventus or he goes to another club. And then you could focus on maybe like getting like a kind of like a Juru, maybe keep Marata, like get some guys. That I would can love Juru as a backup. I would love Juru as a backup. Just get some guys backup. that can come in, uh, get the job done, like and just find strikers who will like who could replace, not replace Ronaldo because obviously no, talent-wise he yeah. is, you wouldn't be able to, but just be um like help Juve like instead of. Worrying about, and plus you save a lot of money paying Ronaldo's salary and stuff, yeah. like his wages and stuff. So then you can upgrade, say, get like a maybe a midfielder, a, a guy like here, a striker. So there's a lot of things you may have to do if they want to get back. In my personal opinion, if they want to get back to competing for the Scudetto, uh, maybe even winning the Scudetto compared to Inter. Um, and I feel like it all starts with depend. It all depends on what Ronaldo does. And if they can get a goalkeeper as well, like because they're staying, uh, staying uh, Shesny has been inconsistent. There's times he looks amazing, and there's times that he looks piss poor. So if Juve can upgrade positions that they need to, like maybe in the defense, everywhere, I think you can afford to upgrade every part of the pitch: uh, striker, midfield, defense, and the problem. The problem is if Ronaldo leaves, the reports are Griezmann comes in. And if Griezmann comes in, that's already like 70% of our salary for the year gone on one player, one attacker. Then we kind of botch the midfield. We wouldn't get anyone for that. And I think that's where the management is an issue. Because we've had this midfield crisis since Pirlo's left. And I mean, now he's a manager and the, the midfield still hasn't been restored. So I feel like... I don't, regardless if Ronaldo leaves or not, if Ronaldo leaves, we, we sign Morata. We have Morata Dybala up top. Kulzewski could play up there. We're, we're good enough. Well, and if maybe we a, could bring in a, and maybe if we could uh, bring in a Giroud like that, that's good enough. We don't need Griezmann. He's shit anyway. And then we yeah. need, th- this midfield needs to be, I don't care if we pull a PSG and a Man City where we spend like 400 million in one area. That that's what Juventus need. They need so much mid- midfielders where like there's players complaining about playing time. And that that's that's I think that's what we need. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Four hundred million is probably a little unrealistic because. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, ends up. No, but, but you know what though? Like I I agree with like Francesca. Like when he say like they have to focus on the midfield because it's to, yeah. been what maybe I want to say since. Since you could say even uh like say Allegri left, they like, spent before that bit, maybe even before since Conte maybe whatever like it's since Pirlo you could say since Vidal yeah, Pirlo and yeah since they Opa, left we haven't upgraded we, we have haven't not really had a it. good midfield like the, yeah. it's been poor and guys like Ramsey could be leaving I heard yeah uh, Ramsey's gone who knows if Artur might could be leaving too Rabiot um, who knows like guys like that can potentially leave too. So I feel like you would need to focus on that. And if Ronaldo, I I wouldn't see Ronaldo leaving as a 
like a negative aspect towards Juve. I think it could be more of a positive because you have more money to spend elsewhere and upgrade the team. And it showed too against Bologna, like you guys look like more of a team when Ronaldo wasn't there. No, Ronaldo's Ronaldo's a free player. I don't consider him on the wages at all. Uh, he does make a, a shit ton of money, and at first it was hard for Juventus to pay it. But at the same time, the market the market that Ronaldo brings to the team basically pays for his wages. It pays for his it pays for everything. Uh, just on jersey sales alone, he get he brings in millions and millions of dollars. Um, having him just one Instagram picture of him training with the Juve players brings in the market, brings in more money to Juventus. Um, it just Ronaldo, the way Ronaldo is able to generate so much revenue for Juventus is just that's the only part I don't want to lose with Ronaldo. Playing wise, uh, we saw against Bologna, the team plays amazing without Ronaldo, and it just the way like the way the players just flowed off each other with Morata and Dybala connection up there, the way they were passing it, it was I called the Pirlo ball. We saw where they would do these flick passes, these fancy touches, just toying with the opponents and. Those games happened when Ronaldo wasn't playing. A couple of games happened when Ronaldo was playing, but for the most part, it's when Ronaldo wasn't playing. And it's because Ronaldo, when he gets frustrated, he takes over and he takes stupid shots. If if Ronaldo plays good, he's great. But when he plays like shit, he lets the whole team know that he's playing like shit. And he, he kind of says, okay, I'm playing like shit. Give me the ball because I need to score. That's just his mentality. He always needs to score. He always needs to do better. And in his head, he's trying to help the team, but it's making the team worse because he's just hogging the ball. He's taking stupid shots. He's getting frustrated. He's not defending well. And it, it just, it's bad for the team. But marketability, he's that, that part, we lose Ronaldo. We're, we're actually losing money instead of gaining money. But, but another thing is, like, Ronaldo obviously brings in money, like you said, but where's his money being spent? It's not, see, that's why I said Paratic, I've been saying this. Paratici needs to go. This money has not been... We ha- I think people forget. Juventus have money. Juventus have won the Scudetto nine, nine years in a row. We've won oh, Coppa Italia, Supercoppas. We've won, we've won... We've been in the Champions League finals. We have money. Man City have money. They have more money than Juve. They spent it. PSG have money. They've spent it. United have money. They've spent it. Juventus, for some reason, doesn't want to spend it. I don't know what it is. We just can't, We don't spend our money. We have enough. You guys are spending your money in the wrong yeah. aspect. You guys are spending it not on players, but on the referees. So that's <laughs> well, where you guys I want to know about this about. season. Yeah, but oh. The thing is with Ronaldo, like, Juve don't need Ronaldo to make money. They they can make money on their own. Obviously, but Ronaldo is big. They brought Ronaldo in for the Champions League, and he, you guys have done worse than the Champions League since he's yeah. arrived. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like as the years go on, I feel like even at Juventus, I feel like Ronaldo thinks he's... Juve, you know, like you know, what I'm trying to say he thinks he's above the team. Like at Madrid, you could like he was more of a like at Madrid. It seems like he was more of a link-up player. He was more of giving it to Bale. Because that it to, like, style fitted hit him yeah. more. I, in City, yeah, people it, it underestimate like, the like the quality of the City, yeah, and it's harder to like get past the defender. It's harder to kind of move because they're so tight defensively. Yeah, yeah, I feel like just, I don't know, I feel like Juve, yeah, bringing Ronaldo was huge, both on the league aspect and uh, for Juventus as well, for, like to push the Champions League, which hasn't happened. I just feel like if he leaves, I don't think it's going to be a, a big, like a negative impact. I feel like it could be kind of a, a positive impact as well, because you can, again, spend the money 
elsewhere on positions that you need that the Juve need to win if they want to go far in uh, Champions League, if they want to go far winning the Scudetto as well. And yes. I get yes, I know it's been one year they haven't won, but the way they played this season. They didn't deserve it at all. Like in some games, they look like they came out yeah, flat in a few yeah, games. Yeah. But and there's I, a few games that teams took it to Juve. Like, and this is like a Juve team. You go, this wouldn't happen a couple of years ago. This Juve team with the we've got the goal and went one nothing, or where they came out and played their heart hard out. There's times where you go, is this the same Juve team I witnessed two three years ago, or is this the new transformation Juve where? It's going to be a few years of struggling, but then in five years or so, they get back to where they were. Yeah, but at the same time, I think Agnelli's made it very public. I think every fan knows that Juventus get on their knees for Ronaldo. Um, if you guys saw, Ronaldo got well, the player of the year for Juventus. I personally think he has deserved it. Don't think he deserved it. But it's like, we'll give you this, you stay at Juventus. We give you this, you stay at Juventus. And I think Ronaldo understands that he has that power. He knows, in his mind, he knows if he says something, the management will drop anything and give it to, give it to, to Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo needs to use that to his power. If he says, listen, bring me this player in the midfield, bring me that player, bring me that player, you bring me those players, I stay. I, Donnarumma did it with his brother, obviously, in, uh, Worst way, give me my brother. But if Ronaldo says, listen, give me Conte, give me Pogba, give me these world-class players, and I will stay. If you don't give me these players, I will leave. You would see Juventus. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I see Paratici, the, the players are coming on the plane in, in, in two hours to make Ronaldo stay. So I think Ronaldo needs to use that power he has to kind of bolster the team and strengthen the team up. But at the end of the day, if he leaves... um Team wise, Juventus will get better. Money wise, I think uh, we'll definitely take a hit, but um, we'll see where he goes. I personally would like him to stay um, because then Paratici, the way his brain works, we're gonna need another world class striker, and all our money's gone for another Mercato, and uh, we struggle with the midfield for another year. Yeah, I think uh, we covered everything there for Juve. That was a yeah. uh, Gone to detail. We covered most Ronaldo, I think, but he's a big part of the team. So uh, him staying or leaving makes a big impact uh, either way it goes. But now moving on, obviously the team at the wrong side of the Champions League finale was Napoli. They drew to Verona. Uh, Romani, I think Napoli fans all thought they had to win there. And then it fell apart. Verona, they came away with one draw. Surprising. Judic and Gattuso got into Fantastic. it. It was a hell of a game, and uh, I'm sure Napoli fans are disappointed. Uh, that Champions League money would have been huge for Napoli going to the summer, yep. but uh, they just missed out. And okay, now they're yeah, now they're looking for a new manager. Got Tuso assigned the Fiorentina official, and I'm sure Dan's gonna get into all that. So Dan, take it away. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna take it back to the Bologna game. Uh, very, very poor. You know what? Not even poor. Piss poor performance uh, from Napoli. Uh, I don't think there's one Napoli fan I can find, and if there is, I would love to understand how uh, he sees it. That was was happy with the performance. Um, as a Napoli fan, I'm more pissed of how we played instead of the result because if, like, if Napoli would have played very good and we just got lucky, 
I would have sucked it up a little bit more. I still would have been pissed that we missed out on Champions League, a very good opportunity, especially because it was in our own hands. Um, just the way we played, I wasn't very happy. Every pass we made look sloppy. The final third, uh, we couldn't even put an attack together for our season depended on it, which it did. Uh, so it was just a very poor Ramani. Uh, by respect for you, you showed up, you scored a very scrappy goal, but it was a goal that had helped us. But uh, too bad your your left back over there at Hugh Sykes. I'm kind of glad he's <laughs> leaving now. Uh, forgot how to play the ball. It's not the first time he's done that. He did that against Cardi too. Uh, he forgot how to play the ball. Fire only made a good run into the box. Nice shot. My dad was unlucky because he got pieced to it and it uh, helped him uh, put it off the post and in. Uh, very poor performance. The team did not have it. Uh, and I just feel like this is a, it's a learning point in this, uh, towards next season that we need to get rid of the dead weight in our team and we just ha- we need to find players, bring in players that have killer mentality that will show up uh, in these big games and perform uh, for the badge. Uh, right now, Gattuso uh, signed with Fiorentina, uh, so best of luck to him. I have nothing but respect for the guy um, as a person, player, and as a coach. Um, I liked Gattuso. I personally wanted him to stay, and I felt like if we did make Champions League, he would have stayed. Uh, but now we're on our coaching hunt where I'm going to call it the coaching tinder. Uh, <laughs> we're going to see who we're going to bring in. Uh, maybe coaching real life, you guys are gamblers. Um, as of right now, there's some names uh, linked with us. Galatier from Lille. Uh, Spalletti, who um, hasn't coached in two years. Allegri, who... Um, who hasn't watched the sport in two years. Sari is our name. Uh, and then uh, Canacial from uh, Porto, who seems unlikely that he could be coming. Uh, so those are a few names that we can look out for. Personally, I wouldn't... I mean, even in Zaghi too, I don't know where this rumor came <laughs> from, but Zaghi too. Zaghi. Uh, but there's a few coaches I want. Personally, I want Canacial uh, from Porto, Galtier from Leo. I or, think that's the best one. The yeah, Leo manager or is even the best uh, one. Sari too, I would yeah. bring in. And Allegri too, because what he's done in the past and what he's proven to the league, he's a very good manager. He's won Scudettos uh, with Juventus. And we need a coaching coach who has a win mentality. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli do bring in the likes of Spalletti at all. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'm personally not a huge fan of him. I just don't like the way he is. I don't think he's the right manager for Napoli. I feel like it's a downgrade over Gattuso. Uh, he really hasn't done much since the 2008-9 season where uh, with Roma where he won the Coppa Italia. But yeah, you can say, oh, he's brought, he brought Inter to Champions League. But Inter, they make Champions League, but they do nothing in the Champions League. They didn't make it to uh, out of the group stage. They finished, what, fourth or fifth every season? To be because... fair, that wasn't Spalletti's fault. He brought them there and then Conte took over. But yeah, I, I oh, agree with what you're saying. Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm saying like, no, but the last few years, like he's brought like teams to Champions League. They really haven't done much. Uh, and it's just like, I don't think he's the right manager for Napoli, especially the way he, uh, what, like, what Napoli players are. I feel like a guy like Galtier, who is a very good attacking uh, manager, who just won the damn league, uh, with, uh, yeah. over PSG. So right there, you need to know that guy's a very good manager. 
And Leo, you look at that team on paper. They got good players. Great players, But you're yeah. telling me, yeah, you're telling me they have a better team than PSG. So for what he's done at Leo and, and they lost, and they lost their arguably they lost best players. players. They lost Pepe, yeah. Oziman. They lost star and they, players, and they still. And he's a good developing manager. He develops these young players, and he puts them in the team, and the team is good. Leo's been competitive for the last. Uh, I want to say four, maybe three, four years, maybe five years or so. So he's a good manager, and I feel like he could be the one that can come into Napoli. And he's got a winning mentality. He's won. He just won the league with uh, Leo. He brings Leo to Champions League, uh, I think twice now, especially now when they won, and he brought them last year. And he's a good coach to develop players. So guys like Osimhen could shine under them, which he did his first season. Guys like Elmas could get a chance and shine. Lozano, Politano, Insigne can actually, like, he can have a, this maybe the same year he had this year. Guys like Zelensky, who knows with Fabian Ruiz, but like, guys can come in and play good football. I mean, he's a, he's got good football and he plays the formation that we're used to before, 2 3 1. So I feel like he could be the perfect manager for us. Not perfect because no one's perfect, but he would probably be the best manager best for us. Is. Other yeah, than Sadi, other than Sadi, I would say he's the best suited at all. Uh, I know, like a few fans, it's questionable with him, but I wouldn't mind Sadi at all. Uh, Allegri, you can bring him in, and he's a winner. So right there, he already has my heart. He won with Juve. Uh, he's just a good manager. He's well respected around the league. Uh, for Let Juve fans, for for any fans, like he's a very respected manager when it comes to winning and stuff. He's won Scudettos. He won Coppa Italia's. Uh, so those are a few guys I would like to bring in, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, De Laurentiis goes the cheaper route, I want to say, and brings in a guy like Spalletti. And, yeah, I just think Napoli need a manager who can take us back to where we were a few years ago. Um, I know we just missed out on Champions League by one point, but that final match, I feel like Ed, like it's not Gattuso's fault. I, I would I, You could put blame on Gattuso. I think it's both. Every, I think Gattuso knew he was gone, and the players knew he was gone, and it was just mixed uh, chaos, and it looked like the Napoli of last season, where we were on that very poor form, and we couldn't put a pass together, our attack looked off. And I feel like now, this offseason, we need to announce the manager soon, because uh, Euros is coming up, and by the time the Euros ends, I think Napoli will be uh, in the preseason, so the players will be rejoining the group and it's just they're going to be off because of the new tactics at least now like you announce the manager in the next few days or a week or so the players can get an idea of okay so this guy wants me to do this this guy plays the 4-2-3-1 which I'm used to this guy is a good attacking player a good attacking coach like he can help us improve in our attacking ability so I feel like now this season we need to bring in guys who have killer mentality uh, who can and a coach who can help us get back to uh, back to the promised land and help us maybe even contend for Dam Scudetto, maybe even put us in first place for half a season. So it's going to be an interesting summer. Uh, Napoli fans, just stay strong. Uh, just hopefully we can get over this little, like, dark dark days of not making European football, not making Champions League, I should say, and focus on improving for next season and uh, getting back to where we were a few years ago. Yeah, I just want to say quickly, um, Verona, thank you. Um, remember saying it last week, Atalanta was definitely the favorite to kind of 
do Juve a favor, but I said Gasperini doesn't like Juve. Atalanta, they're, they're going to be tired. I think Verona are going to get the job done. I think they're the way the players were talking before the game, the way the management was talking before the game, they wanted the win. They didn't need the win, but they wanted that win. And that's the killer mentality right there that uh, you've been saying, Dan. And I think they had it. Um, I was only able to watch the last five minutes of the game because obviously Juve was playing the minute Juve finished. I, I put on the Napoli game right away. Obviously, I was watching the team's reaction to watching the game as well. Um, and Napoli hit the like the post and the crossbar like five times from like the 90th to like the 94th minute. And my heart was beating out of my chest. I was nervous, but thank God Verona got the job done. It was definitely Napoli's game to lose. Um, from what I obviously I didn't watch the full game, but from those moments that I did watch, Napoli did look like they were on the front foot. They just could not finish. They couldn't get the ball on even on target. They were just hitting uh, crossbar post, crossbar post, just wide. Uh, just over, and it was. If you're an Apple fan, it must have been hard. But Juve yeah, fans, the way we performed uh, against Verona, like honestly, not like faking back. Yes, I'm so pissed off. Uh, we didn't make European football. We didn't make uh, not European football. Well, you made Champions Europa. League. Yeah, I should say Champions League. When I think European football, I think Champions League. Uh, like Europa League is a very good competition. It's a very good competition. For I teams. think it's good for Napoli, though. Like, yeah. realistically, no, yeah. if you're getting a transitional manager, which I think you are, like Spalletti, who is a transitional manager, Europa League, you know, obviously you yeah, would no, want. No, I meant to say, like, for us, it was Champions League or bust this season. Like, which yeah, that's our goal. Yeah, uh, obviously. So Europa League, don't get me wrong, I like Europa League. I just think. Napoli, like they, if they want to take the next step, we have to be making Champions League year in and year out, top four. Well, this is the way to prove back. it now. Yeah. So, but for me, just the way we played against Bologna, we did not deserve Champions League at, at all. And I'm not saying here saying, oh, we're not. If they make Champions League, we're gonna win it. No, we probably will be. If depending on our group, we probably would have ended up back in Europa League if we had a hard group, say, because if we finish fourth, you get the you have the most chances at the group of death. But Napoli, the way they played against Verona, they did not deserve Champions League. And I just feel bad because it's just, Gattuso did so much. We had so much opportunities to wrap up top four. The game against Cagliari, there's no excuse, no excuse in the green earth that we should have ended up tying. Yes, you can say, oh, Oxman had a goal uh, wiped out. Okay, yeah, Osman did have a clear goal right out, but that shouldn't be an excuse because we gave up an easy ball into the box. Again, Usai on the left side, <laughs> again, like, gave up an easy run for Nandes, and Nandes bears pay. The Swasolo game, we had a 3-2 lead. The, 90, the game was over, you can say. Manos stupid Manos. decision to tackle, I, again, I think it was Caputo or something, in the box, or someone in the box. Cause a penalty. Spezia, we were up. We had 30 shots on target. 30 shots, and we still lost the match 2-1. And they were down to 10 men. Games like that. Uh, There's a few games, too. Earlier in the year, when we lost to Swasolo, when they were on that fine run. No excuse. We should be playing perform. Like, just, we had so many poor results that we could have easily avoided. And... 
it was just our fault. At the end of the season, it's our fault that we didn't make it because we had great opportunities and good teams take op- take the those opportunities, take advantage of those opportunities, and we didn't. So at the end of the season, yeah, like oh, Napoli fans should be pissed uh, that we didn't make Champions League, which I am, but it's our fault as well. So you have to look at both sides. Yeah, you're. Matt, you're mad that we didn't make it and the way we played against Verona, but you have to take into consideration the amount of times that we also choked throughout the season. That's why we're uh, we're back in the Europa League. So hopefully not be have a better Europa League campaign than we did this season. Uh, so hopefully we can make uh, light of this uh, Europa League uh, coming up. Yeah, and uh, we got some news to end it off here. Uh, the real coach just announced that he will be leaving the club. Confirmed. Come to Napoli, please. Wow. Come to, come to Napoli, love. please. Please, uh, Gautier, please. I'll I'll learn how to speak French if you come. <laughs> I'll be yeah, your translator. He, he announced, spoke to the club, and he said he'll be leaving. Romano confirmed uh, his interview that he had with the press. So, uh, yeah, what a what a thing to end the pod with. Uh, out of nowhere, perfect timing. Yeah, and, I think he heard yeah. me. I think he heard me talking to about Napoli. Yeah. He's maybe yeah. listening, even though we're not live, but maybe somehow yeah. at your house or something. <laughs> I wish. I'm on the phone he, with him. He's, just going, to, he's, he's going to an Apple fan's house is just listening to see, like, what, does this guy want me at his club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see me talk what to him. That's crazy timing right there. But, yeah, what ended up here, we... Uh, well, ends, a long one. I oh, think... Oh. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's kind of my tradition now to kind of cut you off before we end. I just oh. want to give a shout-out, you know... Um, I watch women's soccer. I think you guys all know that. Um, Juventus women lost uh, two big players, Laura Giuliani and their respective manager, Rita Guarino. I uh, wish them the best of luck after four years of service. And, um, you know, we had an amazing oh, yeah. season. 22 games played, 22 wins, zero losses, zero draws. Uh, fantastic season. And uh, I wish those two, I wish the player and the manager the best of luck in their future. And I hope... Uh, they, they continue to strive for success, the women's team, just like the men's team does. Um, and, and that's all. And um, just recapping back on the men's side, um, I'm, I'm personally looking forward to the, the dynamic of Gattuso and Vlahovic next season. That would, yeah, I'm he's still there, Vlahovic. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If he doesn't come home by then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, speaking of the women's soccer, I think Napoli retained our remained in Syria, so that's very good yeah, for them, yeah. especially because they were just in Syria B last season, so congratulations to them for staying in Syria. You guys finished 10th place. Oh, good. Hopefully uh, they can uh, get some players in, bring some players in, and maybe uh, challenge Juve for the Scudetto next season. I don't think that'll happen, but... Is it called Scudetto in uh, women's soccer, too? Or well, I call it the Scudetto. I don't know if it's yeah. called anything else, but... Oh, well, yeah. French hopped in there. Congrats to you as a woman's team having a great year and uh, departures. I know that Francesca has been talking about this manager, Rita, for uh, oh, some time fuck. now. Fuck. What happened? Oh, no. It's it's the Donnarumma situation. More news? Ju- Juliana joined Milan. Oh. It's kind of like a swap. Donnarumma from Milan betrayed okay. Milan. I thought you were going to say something. You, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Well, I thought you were going to say Donnarumma I, I, agreed terms with someone. I yeah, personally I respect Giuliani. Um, I don't have any animosity towards her. It's a shame she's going to Milan's women, but I wish her the best of luck. Yeah, I wanted to off here before uh, Chat hops in again. What were you saying <laughs> that? 
Oh, before Fetcher hops in, I'm just going to say this. By the time we record next podcast, we could have a new Serie A team. Uh, in Serie A, either Cittadella or Venezia. Uh, they're playing, I think, the 20... I think today, maybe, they could be playing. Could be today. Or, today or tomorrow, they'll be playing uh, the second leg of the Serie A B playoff final. So, uh, Venezia's up 1-0 with Cittadella. So, let's see uh, who could get promoted. Yeah, I'm going to keep your eyes on that. I'll probably watch the game my dad. Thursday, like the game's on Thursday, Dan. Okay, so Thursday, so that's... I don't know yeah, I don't know why it's a two-leg final. I'm going to kind of just fight it to death, you yeah. know? But, I think one game's always better. Uh, more pressure on the game. But yeah, thanks for listening. We covered the top four finale, the Donnarumma situation, Napoli's coaching uh, situation. A lot of things are going on uh, next week or at the end of this week. We'll see you on timing. Uh, but for sure, next episode will be our awards episode. We're all looking forward to that one. And, yeah, we have a summer full of Euros, transfer news, a lot of stuff coming up, so we're excited. Thank you for listening. Check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at 6 Culture, and we'll see you next week. Ciao.